When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 109. Um, we would ask if you if you found us, go over and subscribe and like. Leave us a review. We really appreciate that. Um, what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of draw that curtain back again you know, I always like doing it this time of year. Um, our basketball community over at com is such a close community and we get together and talk and do office hours and do one-on-one communications. Um, so I think the next couple ones that I'm going to put on here is I'm going to put a set of office hours today. It's about an hour worth of office hours. People come in, they ask questions. We, we converse. Um, you know, obviously I lead the discussion, but coaches throw in their two cents. And then um, I think maybe maybe this weekend – I'm going to try to put up a, um, a one-on-one conversation. So I've always offered the one-on-one conversations to the coaches um, that are members of ttroops.com. So I hope you enjoy this uh, episode 109. can't believe that. Enjoy. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. All right, it's a good day in Wisconsin. Bucky beat Michigan today, so it's a good day. Good day in Wisconsin. And it snowed, and it snowed hard today. All right, so I'm going to – if we talk about any X and O stuff, I'll, I'm taping this, and I'll diagram it up, even though I'll talk through it because you both are on the phone. Um, but then if you need to go back and look at it, I'll put it on Schoology so you can look at it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just heading back from our game. Um, yep. No worries. And uh, yeah, we are making a lot of mistakes and still winning by 30, 40 points a game. So Ooh, that's hard. I, I, little, that's really hard to get kids to understand. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of conversation I want to have because we had some really talented teams. I mean, we had like uh, – Less than those guys. I don't know who you played early on, but like, you know, he, the the Wisconsin Collegiate Conference is broken up into the West. And the, the East is far better than the West. Right. We played UW Center, and we just got done playing Marshfield. And we beat Marshfield 100, 162. Uh, so, you know, but we made so many mistakes. Right. You know, and, it, and we're really young. We're very talented. And my question is, how do you get these guys – understand that they got so much more it's really hard so the, the question is what ha, what do you do when you're beating somebody by so many points and I've had you've known some of my teams I've had teams like this you went by 30 and 40 so I, I am I am under the philosophy that you can have teachable moments and you can learn winning it's a lot, I'd rather win I'd rather learn winning than losing that's my personal opinion but yep. um this is where film really comes into play. And okay. it's, in my opinion, I think this is, um, it's a lot easier to call guys out when you're winning. And it's a lot easier to be harder in film sessions when you're winning than when you're losing. Okay. Um, so right. I, so, 
Yeah, so I would spend a lot of time on film, a lot of time on this, you know, and we, we go through our film and we rank shots. Like, okay. you know, we'll, a scale of one, to, that's a three shot, that's a nine shot, you know, and we'll call them out. And it's, a, and it's, it, it's, it's definitely, the, you know, it's fragile. I was just reading an article about Paul Christ and he, the UW football coach, and he says, we live in a world where the yelling at the kids don't, doesn't work as well as it used to. What works is right. things like this and putting their butt on a bench because <laughs> um, that okay. gets some attention. You know, yelling at them, it's like they just kind of like, oh, you're picking on me or, you know, we live in a world where you can't do that. But the, right. te- the teams that I've had that have been really good and that we knew we were going to win 80% of our games by just showing up. Film- That's the way I feel like the team is. But, like, in our school history, we've never won a state championship. And this right. is a group where I feel like, we could do it, right. but my concern is we need to learn how to win when we play some really good teams, you know, and so. Okay. Well, the one thing yeah. that's in your favor, at least you don't have a shot clock. So try being in that situation with a shot clock where at least if you have no shot clock, you can work on stuff, but now right. have that same situation where you're up and you have a 30-second shot clock. So now you're trying right. to execute on maybe sets you don't normally run, but you still have to get a clean shot off when it starts cutting down. So you got basically you figure five to six seconds to bring the ball up. And now you want to use another eight or 10 to at least run one good set. And now you're scrambling. So it causes a whole set of new problems. Yeah. The the, the shot clock, we we don't have that in our high school yet, but yeah, that, 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 that small amount of time that it can do it is crazy. Yes. Um, but I would do a lot of film. I would do a lot of film. All right. Perfect. All right. Other questions. So I checked out um, some shuffle sets and okay, I'm trying to incorporate some sort of shuffle into motion and just in, what's online and the basketball IQ of some of my guys, right. It can be a little complex for them. I think to kind of pull off, I think we even run, you know, some of these guys have issues being in the right spot and flex, let alone trying to throw some new right. you know, new. shuffle set. Well, and the thing is I've noticed with shuffle and read and react and some of those other things, it, it, <laughs> It takes, I mean, we, we're, we're in our second year reading React or maybe second and two and a half years. And we're just getting to the point where we're running it well. <laughs> um, you know, because there's so many nuances to the, to the offenses that if you run a structured one, there isn't as many nuances. But with, the, with a structured offense, there are so many new ones that it's crazy. So I'm not, I'm not sure what the answer uh, to that can is. Can I ask you, like, what are some of your – no, no, it's right. You know what? I ended up um, probably along your lines. It's I talked to my assistant coach about it today, and we're like, you know, we have to find a way to get some of these sets in, even if it takes a couple years at the sacrifice of our older guys, because right. our younger guys actually, their IQ is off the chart. Some of the freshmen, which is awesome to see, right. like the yep. the relationship we have now with some of the um, youth programs around here has kind of helped us. So we even said, listen, at the benefit, you know, at the sacrifice of some of our older guys that we may struggle this year, right. at least for the younger kids in a year or two years, that's like our matchup zones where we struggle a little bit there. Yes. But by the time these kids are in the right spots, it'll be, it should be okay. Right. And you got to kind of look at, I mean, as a, as a, if you run a program, it doesn't matter what kind of program it is. If you're running a program, you got to go, okay. Cause I'm already looking at my freshmen and my eighth graders, my seventh graders going, okay, what do we need to implement for them to be successful? I think it's silly to wait and see, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, what's going to make us most successful over the next, you know, stretch. And I think that's what you really have to do. Um, and why are you moving to the shuffle? Well, I, I just, I feel like, not like you said, not unlike the read-react, I feel like there are different layers that you can, once you get the base down, then there's all sorts of stuff you can run off it. And you can get, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, you know, a hundred layers deep into the thing. And I don't have, 
I, I'm curious about my ball handling capabilities coming up, and I think my three is actually one of my better players, and the ball is in his hand on most of that shuffle stuff. Okay. Might help us kind of move this along a little bit. Okay. So you like that you like that movement better. I do. I do. We do some motion sets too, but um no, I do. I like it. I like it a lot. You know what I do is I like that I guess it's I guess for lack of a better term, I like that corner but that I still think people fall asleep on. Say that um, again. I know you, you broke up. I didn't hear that. You broke up. I didn't hear that. Your corner what? Ah, uh, sorry about that. Sorry. That that weak side cut that's almost like a flex screen. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's almost like a UCLA cut. I like anything off the ball, farthest away from the ball handler. Yeah. Seem to get some open looks, and I thought some of that shuffle stuff had the best cuts. They weren't necessarily wheel, but they were a bit more flex like cuts that I think we got actually some good looks off of, or we will, because we get because okay. we this year we have a very good ball handler but we haven't traditionally okay so people overcommit on our guys so much okay so. okay that, that makes sense i mean but yeah, I don't, yeah I don't we don't sense. see it a lot i mean i don't go ahead. down here so i think yeah. you know i don't think there's not many programs here that run it which is off yeah you know my theory about it, people aren't running it then they don't practice against it and then they're not as good against it I'm a firm believer in that. That's the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. It's like if everyone's running, you know, motion or swing or dribble draw, then I'm not doing it. I'm doing something else unless it's exactly perfect for my guys. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, it, it, it depends, but I'm definitely not doing that. All right. John, do you have any questions? We got to come to questions. Anybody else? The questions. As is it, is it, is the crickets come across, I was going to do. Well, it's funny. I'm actually, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just fixing my mic. No, just, it, it's funny because we're, uh, you know, because we haven't started yet. Right? right. So we have our, you know, our interscholastic meeting and, it's funny to hear the optimism in everyone's way. This is pop. This right before tryouts is possibly the most exciting part of the year for all of us, I think. <laughs> and it is funny how, like, like we come, like, you know, we've had our coaches meetings, right? And we've, right. you know, the fact that we decided let's run shuffle where, you know, right. we, cause right. nobody else runs it, you know, just right. and then I can already see week three going, all right, you know, run whatever our sets, you know, I don't know. Right. Well, and we're at the end. We're, we're, see, I'm in the other, we, we just finished our first week. So I brought the boys in really early this morning. It was like 7 a.m. Cause I wanted a really good practice in. And, um, I'm feeling, and we have a scrimmage on Wednesday and we have a game on Saturday, a week from today. And I'm like scrambling going, Oh my God, we're just throwing stuff in. So I can say it's in. And then we can start tweaking it. You know, it's like I was telling my assistants, like, we just need to get stuff put in. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be like in March, but we got to put it in so we can at least see it in against another opponent. It's like, so I'm in the freak out mode. It's like you go from the happy mode to the freak out mode. <laughs> yeah. so the panic mode? The panic Wait, mode. Yeah. Like, um, oh, this is what I'm asked, actually. I'd be curious to get your view on two days for basketball. And if you do it, if you, what your thoughts are, to beat up the kids a little bit. Um, I only do it. I do. I do two a days early. Um, I will do two a days over winter break or over a break that we have, if need be. Um, I'm also a taper. I'm I'm a big believer in tapering. So my practices get much much shorter, intense and shorter as the season goes on. Um, I do morning, afternoon, morning, afternoon, and then I pick my team. If I don't know who my team is after four tryouts, I'm not very good. Um, so I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to try out for a week and figure out who my team is. So right. that's how we do it. That's what we only do two a days for two days, and then it will depend on you know situational stuff if we need to work on something. Um, but those morning things, boy, they don't. At least high school boys don't go to bed. So me getting them up, it's just oh, it's yeah. just it's gonna make them sick. Um, you know, 
I, nothing good's going to come from me trying to beat them up at, you know, 6 a.m. And, I mean, they were half – they were zombies today. So, it was like we were basically having uh, a cerebral practice today. That's what I told Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, we, we do the same thing. We taper. It actually – not only does it help, I, I think you get, I know I'd rather have a good hour and a half right after it. Practice well, I agree. It. And then, you know, film and all the other stuff and scout, that's fine. But I, it's way more beneficial for us anyway. I lost my mic here. We're good. We're good. All right. Other questions. Hey, Steve. This is Bob Verdusco. Hey, Bob. How are you? Good. I had a question on the read and react. Okay. Um, when when you, you're running four out, yep. You were talking about on one of your podcasts how the uh, how the post exits or how he moves. Yeah. Trying to so, visualize oh, the diagram. Okay, so you're um. Hold on, I'm gonna diagram this up. So hold on one second. So you're talking about so we've got. This is the worst three-point line I've ever seen. So you've got guys at those four spots. My now, line. I'm on the phone call. You are on the phone. So I'm going to diagram it. I'm going to diagram it for me, and then I'll just talk to it, and then you can look at it later. Okay. So okay. you're talking about four spots outside, right? Yeah. And then yep. where's the fifth guy? Well, you were talking about the best place to start him is to say – go from the mid post to the high post i do i think it's in i think it's in the free throw line extended area okay um are you is this somebody that can't step outside 12 feet is that why you're putting them inside right yeah so so i would leave them so i would leave them in that high high post range into free throw area um okay. so it, when you when you eventually watch this you'll see it it's all i'll just kind of circle the area that's the area that okay. he and in and, and the area that they should step out and set screens is basically mm -hmm. from the line two or three feet above it, two or three feet below it. And then, okay. then, then every time they set a screen, they should slip and roll back to that position. Um, gotcha. So that, that, that will be the hard thing. Um, you know, if they double, if they do anything on that screen, it is what it is. But for the most part, you know, if you slip it, then the other four guys basically got to fill the spots. The spots will be a little bit wider. So, you know, how the two are on the baseline, they can actually step up a little bit rather than be on the baseline. You know, the five okay. spots on the read and reactor, like the two baselines, the two wings in the top, top of the key. Right. You can basically shift those guys up a little bit and shift, you know, the top two guys side to side. So they don't necessarily see. It's almost like a 2-2 two -two rather than a 1-2-2. Two -two you think about okay. where the normal spots are so that will leave more space for flashes for drives for things like that does that make sense now can i yeah can i go can i can i go from a five out to a four out within within um at the same time um like different times down the court yeah, it, well i mean i that probably that probably has to do with the um big person I, I would have a call for it probably um or okay. if the big if that person's in then i would just always run four outs that's the way i've done it so okay so the if, rules are going to be the same for the other four the only th rules that's going to change is for the person in that high post okay the rest of them is they're going to they're going to pass they're going to cut they're going to replace they're going to find one of those spots you know if you pass there, we're going to get a double screen away. We're going to get a slip, those kind of things. And that, like, like that little sheet I sent you. Yeah. So yeah. if I, if I did do the five out, does that mean that every one of those five have to be able to shoot from 12 feet or, or beyond? Not, not necessarily. So what they're going to do is they're probably going to sag on that one, which is fine because it's really hard to guard somebody that as long as they're flashing to the basket and still cutting hard, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's just, they're always a release too. So if they sag, they can never pressure you. Right. So we've always used that person as the kind of the press release. So you, maybe you're going to come at us and you're going to pressure us and do whatever. That's fine. But you're not going to be able to do that. Um, you're not going to be able to do that at all. If um, 
you're sagging into the lane on the guy when he catches the ball. So it's it's that hard twist for kids to go from playing normal man to sagging to normal man to sagging to normal man. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I always use that person. If they step up high to the top of the key or do something like that, they'll always be open and they can always be a ball reversal. And if you don't have shot clock, hell, you, you could take a, you could take a minute off the clock if you needed to. Gotcha. And then if you wouldn't mind, Steve, if you wouldn't mind, yep. uh, by the way, uh, I get this diagram on Facebook or? No, I'll put it on Schoology. I'll put it in office Perfect. hours on Schoology. So sometime Perfect. tonight I'll, I'll load this baby up and just label it. And if you can also uh, draw up, you explained it to me, but I didn't quite follow it. Your Sussex. Yep. So let me, I'll race. So the Sussex is on the five out. So I'm going to grab my mm-hmm. racer here. So the, the Sussex is on, so we're t- for the people that are listening and not watching Sussex is a, um, is a, a specific screen in read and react that we kind of do. So, um, hold on, let me grab this. So there's five spots that we're going to fill the, t- the, the top of the top of the key, the two wings and the two baselines. So then what happens is when the balls pass from the top, and we don't always run the Sussex. We'll sometimes run a single, but we all, but double is really hard. So the ball goes from the top to a wing. Then we get, um, we get a double screen away. So the two guys opposite will go screen. And then one of them will, and he'll come up and try to get the ball. So the baseline guy will come and get the ball. He'll cut all the way up. And then one of the two guys setting the screen, it can be either a staggered screen or it can be a double screen. One of those two will slip and roll back to the basket because there'll be all that space in the basket that will be wide open. Uh, so if you're people that are listening. Do you have a call basket, for it? Yeah, go ahead. Do you have a call for it? or I don't. We just automatically do double. We, whenever we start, and we always automatically do that because it's not defendable. Oh, it's, it's an automatic gotcha. call. And then what we do yeah. is when people start cheating on it, they'll switch and that. That's why you put the slip in. So that's the first thing. And then and then we'll only sometimes we'll only do a single. So when people start cheating, we're playing them the second round and they're switching those screens. Great. Go ahead. Then we're gonna then we're gonna just pass to the wing and do a single screen and do a slip. And then that bottom guy will kind of rise up. So I mean there's you got there's tweaks they're gonna have because people will start switching. You double screen enough, people will start switching it. Great. Then we're gonna slip it. Yeah. You know, there you yeah. know, and, and then and the slip takes care. So you gotta either decide what you're gonna take away. Are you gonna protect the basket? Because that open area and read and react, that paint area is so wide open that um that you gotta pick your poison, to be honest with you. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think when you see it it will be better. If not, I can we can get on again. I'm 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 gonna get I, I know you wanted to see some film of us running a read and react and I'm one of my assistant coaches pulling that up. So I'll I'll get that to you too, because I know you wanted to see what that looked like. Well actually YouTube has five minutes of read and react in, in live game it does um, high school and college. Okay. And it won't have the Sussex. It won't have some of the screening stuff that I think you, uh, that I have found you need. Um, right. Because otherwise it's all cutting, which is fine. Right. Um, but that's why I put in the Sussex cut. That's why I put in the single screen cut. Um, just because I felt like we needed, um, we needed something else other than, you know, if you're too monotonous and people can kind of figure it out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I also see you have three dribbles max. I do. So this year, cool. last year I had like one. This year I have three. Um, mm. I'm not running. We're not. I mean, dribble drive is a whole different offense, which is fine. You can, you can. I guess you could morph, read, and react and dribble drive. My theory is they don't need to dribble unless they're attacking the. I mean, they don't even need more than three dribbles if they're attacking the rim. The problem is like today, like at today's practice, I was already yelling at them today's practice because what happens? They catch it and then they dribble it. For no reason. Mm. It's like, why are you dribbling? Mm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so the three is kind of like, okay, I'm letting you dribble, but you better do something with the dribble. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of pounding, reinforcing that, you know, go ahead and dribble, but what are you going to do with it? Right. 
Otherwise, they're just dribbling. It's like that's you know, my nephew, my nephew's seven can dribble. You know, that doesn't. Mm -hmm. doesn't yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Other questions. John's being quiet. Is he muted? No. What about you? Anything else? I'm gonna I'm gonna go tonight. I'm gonna diagram up. Um, Harmony uh, emailed me and she wants me to diagram up my chair zone offense. I'm gonna do that a little bit. Um, somebody asked. Oh, I got about, a question for you. Yep. Go ahead. On those, um, you sent me some quick hitters off of. Uh... Fifth, I think. Yes. Did I? <clears throat> yes. Or I think it was just teach those separate from read and react. Yes. And... I, those would be, those are just like one or two, like boom, boom. I got to score things. Yes. Gotcha. And you make wow. a call and they do it. Yep. Yep. And to yeah. be honest with you, I'll tell you right now, we've been practicing since Monday. It's Saturday. We put none of those in because I've been just building the foundation <laughs> And then when we, you know, yeah. we put a couple out of bounds plays in, we worked on our press breaks, but I haven't put anything like that in just because I'm, I'm keep reiterating how cutting, you know, filling the spots, you know, all that kind of stuff. The quick hitter. Now how about, go ahead. There, I saw there's oh, six or seven in a, in a series of read and react drills. Yep. Are those, are those pretty good? Yeah, I got them online. Yeah, those are really good. Uh, the thing is, you gotta you gotta actually play a game or scrimmage to kind of see what like we'll, we're we're gonna scrimmage on Wednesday, and I'll know like oh crud, we're not replacing or we're not we're not doing our God. cuts to the bat. You see, you can't. I mean, the drills are fine. The the point is, I'm not gonna. I don't really want to waste any time drilling on stuff that I don't think we need to bring on. And until we go to God. battle. Um, uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So I would wait on that. Yeah. I would just keep working on it. And then after your first or second game or your scrimmage or whatever, you'll have a better mm -hmm. sense of um, we're not very good at this or we are really good at this. Okay. I mean, that's just the way I've always done it. It's like, I mean, we've been – and this is crazy if you think about it. And I've morphed over the last 10 to 15 years of those. We've done – and I've said this before, we've done very little – individual work in this first week it's been all team stuff it's been like you know if you can't dribble or you can't i mean we just don't have time right yeah. now that stuff comes later in the season and um no one were hopefully a better oiled machine at that point but i don't know we'll see and then you have an x pick when you pass to the low post what's an x pick uh just a cross screen pick so it's finding the opposite okay. guy yep okay so just going to that opposite block. Um, and then, yeah. And then worst case scenario, because I know you got a game. Worst case scenario is you run read and react against a zone too. You know, we put in one of our more complicated zone offenses today and they were lost. Um, hmm. And then we put in flash, which wasn't as difficult and they seemed to get it. But it's like worst case is you can always run read and react because the thing with zones is they don't like cutting and they don't like people moving through uh -oh. them. Um, okay. So – that's the worst case scenario is you're not good enough at, or you don't have it in or it's not very effective, whatever. I mean, I wouldn't, I would not lose any sleep over that. There's lots of other things that you we mean, sleep over. <laughs> you mean your zone offense? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Unless you know, you're going to see a one, three, one, unless you know, you're going to see a two, three. Gotcha. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Okay. That makes sense. Yep, and you said you had your press break stuff on schoolology. I do, I do. It's under, yeah, it will be under, it will be under those lessons and stuff. I don't think it's under the mini lessons. I think it's just under those long ones. And it, yeah, go watch okay. that. Um, and if you and if you don't like any of those, I've got a couple new ones I've put in. Um, hey everybody, hope you're enjoying this. I know I am. Stop running. Stop your car. Pull over to the side leave a review we would sure appreciate that and then when you get home get on your computer get on your tablet get on your phone and join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better uh, it's a 14-day free trial i do not think you'll be disappointed um 
people do not tend to leave our community. We're pretty tight. We're bouncing stuff all the time back and forth and, you know, between office hours and one-on-one calls I do with coaches and all those kind of things. I don't think you'll be disappointed. So go over and check it out. www.teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get back. Um, I've got one guy called Brady. I don't know why I should call it. I should call it um, Barb or something, but I call it Brady, but where we send somebody deep and then we have people coming forward. Um, mm. so people are cheating a little bit. Um, but again, all the, like, I think I sent you a clip of us practicing the cutting and practice. Yeah. Um, I did. Thank you. For that. Yeah. That that's the key cut. That cut is undefendable. If you, we work on that cut all the time. Um, and for those of you that are listening, it's that cut across the front of the face. Because the defender, when you're getting pressed, will always defend their basket. So you can always do the diagonal cut across the front of the face. And and I sent you a – we had talked early in the week, and I sent you a clip because I knew we, you were talking about press breaks. And it's like just cross, cut, cross, cut, cross, cut. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we work the, – the key to that is we work on catching and squaring up and not traveling. Because um, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a big – they get going too fast and they travel. Mm-hmm. what do you do for conditioning steve um well i do uh i, I do a lot of preseason conditioning that's the first thing so that kind of is, uh, yeah our school does that um i do I, my practices take care of probably 70 percent of it and then yeah. i do a combination of kind of the syracuse conditioning which i have on, on schoology and then i do the um I do uh, kind of a like a laddered conditioning, which is like, so I got this, like, I don't know, this is how they earn the locker room. So what the way it works is you start on the baseline and you dribble a full length of the court, five seconds. So that's a one. Mm-hmm. And then I put them into two groups. Then the next, next part of the ladder is three. So they go down, back, down. They got to do it in 15 seconds. And the next one is mm. five, down, back, down, back, down, back, five times, 25 seconds. Mm. You can see each one's a multiple of five, and then they have to okay. make it to 11 and come back down before they get their locker room. Um, uh, uh, so they got it today. It was crazy. They barely – I <laughs> very cerebral brain practice today, so I didn't beat them up, so I thought they could make it. Um, but by, by that 11 where they got to do it in 55 seconds – you sometimes depending on your practice got to fudge it a little bit college teams can go to 13 or 15 and then come back down um but you know i i make my guys earn their locker room their practice gear all that kind of stuff until they meet a quota they don't get any of that stuff they bring their stuff right. in, you know it's so they were super excited today because they got in the locker room they got their practice gear and it's like great you're yeah that's what i want i want excitement about I'm building excitement right. hopefully toward that first game. So, right. Do you ever practice taking charges? Uh, I do. I don't do it as much as I used to. Uh, my fear is concussions and injury. Um, uh-huh. I have had a rule recently that if because my guys can kind of my guys can dunk and get play above the rim. So basically, mm. I told the guys either yesterday or today that if a guy has a breakaway. In practice, you let him go. And we'll yell, let him go, mm-hmm. let him go. Because I don't want our yeah. guy to try to take a charge on our own guy and get hurt. You know, I said, right. we'll never be punished. Hustle back, get the ball out of bounds, and let's go the other way. But we basically have a rule. Because I've had guys get hurt trying to do the right thing. And it's like, stop. You know, say that for a game. If you get hurt in a game, you get hurt in a game. But um, I don't want you to, you know, get a – forearm to the head because you're trying to get charge on a dunk kind of thing so right um so now, we Steve, set that rule how about how about um when you send four to the glass who's the safety who's whoever's the safety high, who, whoever's high whoever's high on reading reactors always if you're in the five spots there's always somebody on top now how but, about if you're in a zone offense uh, well, there should still be somebody close to the top. And if not, I designate okay. one of my guards. Um, okay. But, yeah. How about if it's the shooter? Would the sh- Does the shooter always follow his shot? I, I, his I, shot? Well, okay, so this is from someone that never saw a shot he didn't like to take. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not a big – I've never been 30 years the guy follow your shot because every shot I took was going in. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just – it's a mental part. I hear you. 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like right. everybody else goes, right. oh, my shot's going in. So <laughs> it's like, because there's, there is a little bit of that. Like if I shoot and I follow it, I think I'm going to miss it now. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, so I, yeah. So, so I, he'd, he'd, he'd be the safety he'd valve be the then? Safety automatically, unless he's on the baseline. Got um, gotcha. But yeah, I just, I, I've never, I've been a hounder and we've had great rebounding teams, great rebounding, but I've never been a ponder on the guy shooting to, to get the rebound. Okay. Um, okay. And and half the time they get a foul when they do it. To be honest with you, it's the yeah. It's a true. little bit of a statistician in me too. It's like yeah, they miss it and then they go <laughs> try to get the rebound. They foul. And it's like wow, that was a double bad play. You know, we got a foul. <laughs> we didn't. You know, so. Yeah. Do you have any criteria? I heard you say you, you grade each shot. Do you have any criteria on what's a good shot? Or how, um, how do you grade? Well, it depends on the kid. I do have criteria. Right. Like, you know, you're right. open for a reason because you can't shoot. Right. Stop shooting. <laughs> <laughs> the other coach right. you can't shoot too. That's why you're open. <laughs> I don't care if you're open. I got you. So <laughs> it goes, I mean, and the thing is, it's harder to make those discussions game two than it is game 10 because you have more right. data, right? You have more data points. Like you're shooting 22% from three. Stop it. You know, <laughs> go get an offensive rebound, tack the rim, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. the argument's a little bit harder early. Um, so I let my assistant coach do that a little bit more early than I do. I, you know, I, I defer a lot of stuff to my assistants because we've been together forever. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, it's, it's subjective, to be honest with you. And the only, only yeah. opinion that matters is yours to be honest with you gotcha. so yeah. you know if you want to play you're going to listen to me tell what i think is a good shot for you um so if you had a situation where you, you got your best shooter at i don't know an easy you know makeable shot 12 feet right or but then you got a, someone who's closer who maybe isn't as good of a scorer i want the 12 footer shot <laughs> and gotcha. it, it also depends on the offense we had a discussion about that in practice today one of my good shooters took a good shot after the first pass. I go, that's a great shot. Don't get me wrong. But we just came down. We don't want 374 possessions. So I think oh. we can get a better one than that. You know, that was 22. Okay. It's a great shot. Don't get, I think we can get that yeah. shot again. You know, so oh. it's, it, it's some oh. of that's a mental, like, you know, discipline pace yeah and it's also who we're playing maybe that's a good shot against one opponent and not as good up against another opponent um gotcha. so i think that's going to depend gotcha does that make sense yeah so do you count possessions each game i do i have some track on the on the uh, bench points per possession plus minuses so at halftime we know what's working and what's not working i know there's i, gotcha. I swear there's a mini lesson on that in in schoology but I have one of my assistants, so literally we go in at halftime because, again, perception and reality are not the same thing. So we'll go in right. at halftime, and I'll say, oh, my God, you know, um, I'll call it Zebra. Zebra offense is working really well. we got to run this more. Because we all meet before we go in the locker room, my staff and I. Yeah. And, and the guy that keeps it goes, well, Steve, it's not working. Look, this, you know, like uh, cow is working or whatever. I'm not going to tell everybody what I would call our offenses, but right, cow, right. cow is working. We need to run cow. Look, we've scored three out of four possessions. So sometimes what you see when you're coaching, huh. what's actually happening is not true. Uh, um, so yeah. he can, if there's any way to keep track of that on an app, there's a couple apps that work pretty well, but any way for someone or assistant, there's always people want to help out. <laughs> then you can kind of, yeah. and you compartmentalize. It's like little compartments, like, so you know what yep. we're running, yep. or, you know, is our man working or is our zone working? Um, so that mm -hmm. so I, I get a quick snapshot because I got 10 minutes. I got to make decisions fast. You know, I'm not a baseball right. coach where I have six hours to make a decision. Uh, <laughs> every, everything happens. For, sorry for all the baseball coaches, but it's like, oh, my God, it's like all this time between. It's like even football today. You know, you watch a football game, they run a play, and then you get 35. I mean, shoot. 35 right, seconds, right. four shots taken up and down the court twice. <laughs> you know, we don't have that luxury, you know, as coaches. So, um, right. but anyway, so uh, yeah, it, the, there's a mini, there's a mini lesson on teach hoops on that. Go look at that. It's okay. really good. And, and I've used that for 10, 15 years at least. And I, you know, again, it's, I want data points. 
I want things so I know what's going on. Because I don't always, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not always perfect <coughs> what I see. Mm-hmm. All right, other questions. Yeah, what's what's your best way to get through a, a, a two-two-one? A two-two-one full court. Yeah, full court, really aggressive trapping. Okay, so all right, so let me. I'm gonna go back to my. Even though you both are on the phone, I'm gonna go back to my shared screen. Well, I got you on video too. You do. Okay, awesome. Yeah. All right, so let me erase this. Um, so how aggressive? Like, like uh, pass the ball in aggressive. No, they they let you get the ball in, and then they and then they're they're, they're really good at funneling us along the the sideline. Okay, she she stays right on your shoulder and gets you right. I mean, we just can't seem to get the ball back into the middle. You can't. Okay, so and what do you? I, do? We want to. We, we want, want to. Okay, so what kind of set do you set? What kind of um, what kind of press break do you use to set up? Well, I've tried two different ones. I've. I've recently i've okay. tried four all the way across where we cut across them the one i saw on t-tubes yep and that didn't work um a couple of times but some of the girls that my ball handlers don't like it why they're, they're not they're, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well the first of all i'm going to tell you right now <laughs> it's gonna be the funny part so the the reason you're not breaking it is because you're trying to dribble to break it you can't break it, it's absolutely you absolutely. can't break you can't break a two two one or a diamond and one by by dribbling I mean, tell them, literally, I will get on and I will talk to them. Literally, I, I've coached NBA guys, and I would not let them dribble when we're getting pressed because that's what they want because then you dribble and then you pick it up and then you're done. You're like on an island. Like, yeah, they get it They get it in our diamond press. I mean, we do the same thing when we're diamond press, but this, this right. particular team is just kind of in our kids' heads, and this will be the – Fourth time we got to play them, and it's in our sectionals, so we got to get out of sectionals. You got to get out of sectionals. So, what's happening when you do the four across? Uh, well, the outside girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's the one coming across two screens from the middle. So, do you, do you just start in the one four, or do you set a screen to the one four? No, just start in the one four. Okay. So let's say the ball goes to the wing to the to the sideline over here. Um, so let's say it's past the sideline. So the ball is here. All right. Are these girls cutting across the middle? Like No, if- I try to I try to get the ball across the two cuts. The the second girl in would come and set a screen right away on on the girl on the outside. So I try to get the ball towards the middle with the ball handler right away. With the ball handler. Yeah. Okay. So, so- she's cutting across two screens and trying to get that. Okay, so so this one is cutting. So can you see my screen right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so is this one? So she's not even looking for the, the for this cutter cutting across. No, no. The, that first girl drops down and sets a screen. We get the ball in a little closer. You get the ball down here more. Uh, right on top of the second girl. She the second girl cut across, set a screen on the first girl, and we try to cut right through the middle, right away. I wish I could show you, but I have no yeah, way of yeah. showing you. Well, you know, so here's what I'm gonna have you do. I'm gonna have you uh, email it to me, and then I'll email you back what I would do, because then I, because okay. then I can see it. I got to figure out a way. There's got to be a way on Zoom to share screens, and so you can draw it up. Um, yeah. Because I draw show, up what you would do. What? Well, draw here's what I would do. I, I would get, I would get, I would get the ball to one of these three people, right? So can you enter the ball to these four people? One of these four? Oh yeah. Okay. They so let the us ball, get the ball in. So the ball's here. So they're in there two two one. Is there two two one start with the free throw line or in here? Does it start like uh, free throw line? Free throw line. Free throw line. So there's a girl here, there's a girl here, there's a girl here, there's a girl here, and there's a girl where? Way back? Like yep, here? way back. Okay. Yes. So I'm gonna raise, hold on. I'm gonna raise her. Okay. So so they're gonna let you get the ball in. Great. So I'm not sure how they're going to stop you then because the ball's here at this point, right? So the ball is, oops, let me click on that. So the ball is here with this girl that's circled. So the ball is sitting here. I would cut her across. I would cut her across. And this girl that just threw it in is going to curl back into here. So she's going to curl. So she should have, the key to this is you got to tell the girls they got to have three passing lanes, right? They got to have back, they got to have side, and they got to have front. 
or they got to have actually middle probably. So side, uh, side and back are basically the same girl. This one's the same girl. So this girl or this girl, I can't imagine one of them is not open on the cut across. When she, can she see these two cutting? Yeah. Okay. And are they open? They should be. You would think that I like the way this looks. So, because that's impossible for a two-two-one to stop that. It just is because she's here on the sideline. She's gonna, she's gonna like we were talking before. I sent him a tape today. If you teach them how to cut, because she's gonna stay behind her. She doesn't want to get beat deep, right? She's not gonna play on this side of her. So she's gonna cut across the front of her face, which means there's an angle. She is gonna cut across the front of her face, so she's gonna be able to catch the ball. If she catches the ball in here, they're done. Because Phil, you know, Phil, Phil, all the way down. This is your, this is your safety. Um, okay. So, do you, what do you use? You use huddle? You use crossover? What do you do? You put no, on- no. This, these are just middle school girls. Okay. Do you have any tape of it? No. Okay. No, I don't. I, I did. That's okay. I, you know what? I might be able to get it still. Because if you had tape on it, I could definitely look and see what they're doing wrong. But th- that cut. So let me let me let me erase this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go all the way across. Hold on, I'm gonna go all the way across again. So I I love the one four, um, just because the two two one is not a super aggressive trap in the relation of traps. That's not like the diamond. So so their girls are sitting here. Oops. So their girl, well, there's a girl here at the free throw line, girl at the free throw line, two and a half court, one back. So we're going to line up, like I said, we're going to line up in four across. So they can't defend those four girls. They just literally can't, unless they're going to bring these two up. Okay? So the key is you, you, you show the girls, all right, so we'll, if we can pass it here, that's fine. We want to pass it hopefully to one of the wings on the sideline. And we want to catch it, you know, not free throw line, but in that in this range right here, extended. So as soon as that ball gets passed to that wing over here, the cuts are the key. There should be no dribbling. I mean, I don't let them dribble. Literally, we have we have worked on press break for a week, and we haven't dribbled the ball once until it gets past half court. Once. It's all passing, and it's all cutting. Because teams that press want you to dribble. And then – so. It doesn't matter. There should always be three people cutting, three people cutting. So the ball goes on the sideline, cut, cut. And then this one can go deep and come back if need be. This one can come back and be released. And then this one steps forward. If the ball goes to one of these two girls, that's fine too. The ball goes here into the middle. Then she's going to cut middle. She's going to cut side. And this one's going to cut side. So if the ball goes here, it's just as good because this one's going to cut across the front of the face of that one sitting at the elbow. Okay. So, so what I think you want to really work on is those cuts. Because once the ball, once you get your three or four of your girls past these, this front line, they're done. They're done. So what they're doing is they're funneling, and these two, I'm guessing, are funneling here. She's coming to trap, right? Yes. Th- this one's coming to take away the middle. And then depending on how aggressive you want to be, the bottom one is either taking the sideline away or is taking the middle away. If, probably taking the middle away if it's not as, a, as aggressive. And if it's really aggressive, um, you know, there's two things. This one can come up and take the sideline. This one can go deep. It just depends. But that's what they're doing. They're funneling to the side and they're taking the – Yeah, she's, she's riding her shoulder all the way to the side and they just jump. And then they I mean, jump. They're, just, they're just quick. Yep. They're and they, really quick. Yep. And they jump right here, right? So yep. then where does she want to pass it? She wants to pass it to the middle, which is an easy drop for this one. Right. So so that's where you need so, – so then this one has to – one of these two has to come over and take the sideline. If not, I would tell this girl here, flash all the way in front. So keep flashing and go all the way in front down to like this little box where I had right here, right in here. Um, okay. Down the sideline. So here's the rule I always tell my tell my boys is if you're getting trapped, okay, we need to have like I said before, we need to have um, three. We need to have three passing lanes at all times. Okay. So we used to press all the time. We took these three passing lanes away. So if I'm getting trapped, let's say I get trapped right here in this box. 
I better have three young ladies in these three spots at all times, okay? You, across middle sideline. There's a reason teams don't trap in the middle because there's too many lanes for right. passes to be made. Teams trap in these two funnels down the sidelines because it's easier to take away those three things, right? When you have, because you're you're down a man when you're trapping. <laughs> there's one. There's one left. There's somebody's open. Um, so that's the that's what you really want to discuss is how can we get to those flashing across in the middle. Um, but if you can find a tape, I would love to look at it. I would love to look at it. I mean, my guess is mm -hmm. that the issue is they're trying to dribble through it, mm -hmm. and it's crossing yeah. off their foot or that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, they well they they're so used to for you know three four years now being able to just dribble through anything. Right, and 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 now they're getting and the higher up you go, the more skilled pay players are, the less you can do what you normally have done is what I tell my players. So. Yep. It's like, all right, so yes, you used to be able to dribble through. You used to be able to come down and get a wide open three, two, probably. Correct. <laughs> and get harder as you get older. Um, so dribbling through a press, go watch a high school game. Go watch a high girls yeah. high school game. They're not going to dribble through the press unless they're so superior to the other team. Um, it's just not going to happen because it's going to be a turnover. Um, and then as soon as you pick it up, that's what I tell, I tell them too. It's like as soon as you pick it up, you're done right? The five count starts. So right. what I explained to the girls or I explained to my guys is it's a five second count, which is true. But as soon as I grab the ball, okay, the five second count starts, right? One, two, three, four. If I dribble it, the count starts over one, two, three, four. And then if I pick it up again, <laughs> it starts That's again. again. So right. all of a sudden I've gone from, from five seconds or four seconds till I got a pass to you know, uh, 13 seconds till I have to pass. So that's right. a big difference. 13 seconds is a, put that on the clock and let them see it. It's, a, it's an eternity. Um, but if you dribble it right away, you've just taken away one of your you know five second things that you can do because then now you got to pick it up and the clock starts again. Um, so it's just one of those cerebral things that they can think about. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I like it. Okay. So I will try to find that tape, even though I want to burn it. I will try to find it and send it to you. If I had as many tapes as I've wanted to burn over the years, yes. Um, but it, but the, but but if, especially if they're middle schoolers, oh my God, this is such a teachable thing for them. That yeah. it's like, my goal is to make you a better player. My goal is for you to play in high school. My goal is all this stuff, and we want to play this team. You know, I know they're in their head, but it's like you gotta you gotta kind of go reverse psychology. It's like yes. But in order to, to be as good as we want to be, we have to beat them. So let's, let's talk about how we can do that. Because you guys know that the other stuff's not working. Maybe we should try this kind of thing. So you got to kind of reverse psychology them a little bit to kind of convince them. Right. You know, yeah, we all want to get better. It's like, it's like the shot selection thing I was talking about before. I want all of you to – my guys have to wear ankle braces – and I tell them the ankle braces are so you can play. I'm not punishing you by making you wear ankle braces. I'm making it so if you twist your ankle, you can come back sooner. It's like, you know, I'm, same thing with the press break or the shot selection. It's like, I want you to be successful. It's like teaching. I want you to do well, but you, you need to do these things to, to do well kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we worked a lot on shot selection this year. <laughs> and uh, it all boiled down to them. Something I learned at PGC was them uh, calling out their own scores on the shot uh, based on range and rhythm. It's uh, yeah, you don't even. I love. I'm gonna. I'm trying to get mono on my podcast. I love PGC. It, it is. Yeah. Cult, it is cult like. But yeah. anybody that's listening, you should. You should go to. You should go. Uh, we go every year. Oh, I've been every year. It's oh, just it's amazing. So it's the only camp I send my son to. It's the only camp I send him to. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Their coaches' clinics, their camps, everything. Every penny worth it. It's expensive. Yeah. Every cent. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's so good. Oh, the, the notes you take from the clinics are just unbelievable. Well, it's almost too much. <laughs> it, it is. I got to go home and, and, and kind of process the yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's I'm like done. the read and react stuff. It's like it's, all, it's too much. It's like you got to, like, 
I'm not smart enough to remember all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> but, it, but like, it's the little stuff that you take away. Like we, we, I'm yelling at my guys about breaking windows today and about not, yeah. and about not being pregnant with the ball. And it's just it's that silly stuff that you just remember. And now they're talking about it. It's just, that's, what's good about it. It's yeah. You don't have to convince me on PGC. It's so good. When they uh, when they jump out of that that two two one, there there's a lot of times they're sinking into a one three one. Okay. Uh, what do you what do you recommend? And what that? do you what do you um and what do do they trap out of the one three one? Uh yes, but we seem to be doing pretty good with the two one two set. If I can get all the girls across in time. Yep. Um, and, and do they, do they play passing lanes or do they, there's so many. Yeah. Games. It's, 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 it's a trapping defense. They're, they're really just a, uh, athletic, aggressive and, yeah. and they, they, they're so, chaos. yeah, it's a chaotic style of a game We're right. we're in an, we're in an urban area. It's, it's a real wild style defense. Right. So, so cuts across, I think is what you want. You definitely want cuts across, um, Go on, uh, my staff and I talked about the different types of one through one on, uh, on T-Tubes under. Yeah, I, I tried to find that. I posted on the Facebook page. Yeah, I tried to find, under, it. It's find under, it. It's under, I was looking at it today. Uh, it's under like my program thing. Like um, we talk about our offense. Um, try, to cut, try to cut some people behind the top of the one three one. Um, I don't know what I did with that. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, it's under it's under the 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 big part of um, where all the less the big lessons are, but it's under uh, there's some office hours ones that I've talked about it too, and I will try to find those office hour ones because I don't remember which one it was, but it's under um, behind the scenes. So behind the scenes with our program, there's like three or four videos there. And one of them's discussion of one three one and kind of what we do with the one three one. Um, so what we talk about is where we want to trap. So uh, the the key to that is you want to cut behind the one three one and you want to overload the one three one. Yeah. Um, so I'll send you I'll send you um, I'll send you a couple of zone offenses that we will, that we use. Um. Just send me an email at, at, at my T-Troops one, steve at ttroops.com. Send me that, and then I'll send you kind of our, our couple of our zone offenses that we use that I think will be helpful. And then if you watch that one through one, you'll kind of see where the traps are going to come from, I think. Um, and that should help, I think. If it doesn't, we can get back on here, and I can, I can definitely help you with it. Awesome. Does that work? Your, yeah, that's great. What's okay. your favorite rebounding drill? I don't do a lot of rebounding drills. I just emphasize it all the time. You know, the ISO one, the war one is good, but the rebounding is one Even of those... this late in the season, though? Yeah. I, I like doing war in the beginning of the year. Yes. It seems to, I don't, I, mean, I don't, need, I don't, I play war maybe once or twice and then I'm done. I really, yeah, I, just, I, just, I don't want anybody getting hurt right, right. now. So it's like, I, I don't, <clears throat> it's just, Again, it's something I just emphasize, and we've always been good at rebounding. So I, I have some rebounding drills, but it's like rebounding is one of those things like, um, I don't know. Just a mentality. Yeah, it really is. It's like you're good or you're not good. You put the time in and you haven't. Um, I'm, I'm real guard strong this year. Yeah, and, so that's, uh, that, that's where you might want to teach just crashing, crashing the boards and stuff a lot. That I think I'm going to do what you just talked about is just let the girl that was shooting – not yeah. follow it. She's yeah. got to believe it. Yeah. Everybody else crash. Go. And then that will, and then what I, then I, then I play on their egos a little bit too. It's like, Hey, offensive rebounds are free points. Yeah. Hey, I'm never going to yell at you for putting the ball back up after an offensive rebound. That's yours. That's a gift. Yeah. You know, that's what I do with my guys. They go, you don't want, you want to score more, go get three offensive rebounds. Yep. You know, <laughs> I'm never going to yell at you for putting the ball back up on an offensive rebound. Cause it's a bad shot. It's an extra shot for us. So I think that's what you want to do is kind of feed that. And I think that'll help a lot. All right. Hey, Steve. Yep. You've got a, um, a nice video on a zone offense by an older guy. Yep. 
Yep. Talks about like loops and all yep. that. Yep. Uh, have you had success with that? I have. I, 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 and again, I, I'm always tweaking stuff. I, I like that zone offense. That's why I put it on there. Um, mm -hmm. And again, it's, it, it's going to depend on your, you know, your, your, what your, what your strengths of your girls are. Um, okay. You know, I've, I, like, I, 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 did I send you chair and flash and those zone offenses? I think you did. Yeah. So those are more kind of to get your bigs involved because bigs tend to get lost a little bit and they're flashing through the zones. Um, so okay. I think both of those are really good for just from that scoring standpoint. Um, and if you're, especially if you're putting read and react in, I'd run that initially just to keep it simple and then maybe start adding some of those zone things as you go on. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to cut it. Um, I'm planning, I'm, I'm going to do one during the week this week. I'm thinking maybe like Friday, like Black Friday when people are around. And if they're not okay. they're gone on holidays, that's fine. Um, so I'm just trying to pick different times for people to see what works and stuff. But, um, but if you have questions, definitely email me during the week and I can help. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Thanks. Bye. Right. Thanks everybody. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Go over and take 30 seconds, subscribe and like. Um, hope your teams are all doing really well. <laughs> um, and, uh, I hope they're all the, all the, all the balls are going into the hoop the way they should. And you're stopping the opponents from, from scoring. I hope everything is going right. Take 30 seconds, go over and subscribe and like, if you can do that for us and go check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It doesn't matter if you're having parent problems. Doesn't matter if you're having player problems. Doesn't matter if you know, the kids aren't working hard. We have, solutions our community and myself will help you through any con conflicts or anything that's going on in your program we'll, we're here to help go over and check it out www.teachups.com for coaches who want to get better sports social podcast network with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details <laughs>